Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Bobby. And this week, we are continuing our run through all of the Fantastic Four. We're doing Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Audrey's giving a face right now. Not great for an audio format, but... (laughs) This is my show... (laughs) <laughs> this is your show. Uh, Audrey, you got some quick facts for us? Um, this movie sucks. Uh, no, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer has 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb <laughs> and a stinking 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Uh, it was released June 15th, 2007, directed by Tim Story. It budgeted $130 million and made uh, $301.9 million at the box office. So more than doubled its money, yeah. It got a Kids' Choice Award for Favorite Movie Actress. Was that for Jessica Alba? You know it is, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yep. Okay. So, love that... It lists kids' choice awards as like <laughs> awards that it got. Hey, why not? If if you don't got much to go off of, you list everything you've got. Uh-huh. That's pretty amazing. All right. So <laughs> uh Bobby, had you ever seen this movie before? I do not believe I had ever seen it in its entirety in one sitting before this time I'd watched it. <laughs> you just catch it on TV when it plays. <laughs> That I think is pretty much what it was. Whenever I went and visited mom and dad and it was playing in the background or something like that on whatever. Yeah. I mean, Nickelodeon, obviously. Yeah, Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> They're the yeah, only ones. That was mom and dad's favorite channel. Yeah. I can't believe, I just realized, I didn't think, I didn't realize it came out that late. Like, I was in a junior in high school when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not connect the facts. Like, I, I'm i so used to, like, the MCU, which had started a few years before this at that point. I, I forgot that this, like, came out while the MCU, MCU had already started. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we just didn't realize that the worlds were going to ultimately have to collide some at some point. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I thought that this was earlier. I don't know why. I was like thinking like 2004 or it, something. It feels earlier. It feels closer to 2000 than it does to 2010. But also, like, I guess 20, 2007, like, Blackberries, which Reed has and is apparently a major plot point in this movie a few times. Like, mm-hmm. it was a thing. Like, Blackberries, Razor flip phones, mm-hmm. that, like, that sort of stuff was big when I was in high school. So, like, the time, to- the, the technology makes sense, I guess. I hate it. I remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I he's blackberry. addicted to it. Yeah, he's, he's so addicted. addicted. He's addicted to, to the cell phone, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I guess he's a rich guy, question mark. He wasn't rich in the last movie, so I don't know what data he's using, because it was not cheap at that time. I mean, he's uh, doing... He's just in the calculator app. Like, Yeah, he's equations. just constantly in the calculator app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's p- playing Snake all the time. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, with cool. all the endorsements that Johnny was getting throughout this movie, they probably made a couple dollars. That's true. Johnny was wheeling and dealing the what entire time. Endorsement whore. Yeah, he is an endorsement whore. All right. Let's uh let's just let's do this, I guess. All right. Go, go, go. <laughs> all right. So, we uh we lead off with a strange alien planet that slowly fades away as it implodes. A mysterious blue light slash entity leaves the the planet prior to its destruction, and the next time we see it is flying through the atmosphere of the Earth. At the same time, a number of strange occurrences start to unfold. China's the China Sea freezes over, and the sphinxes are covered in snow in Egypt. Uh, a news reporter states that the FAA was forced to ground all flights as a result of these events. So cool, sure. 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 I, I don't understand why the flights were grounded for those two things specifically, but sure. Uh, Reed Richards uh, watches the news from the airport as uh, as it is discussed uh, because the news is more focused on, or in disgust, 
as the news is more focused on his wedding with Sue Storm and rather than the strange events. So apparently people are absolutely obsessed with them for They're the only superheroes. That's true. So like valid. I guess, yeah. I I guess if there are the only like four superheroes in the world, they would be rather mm-hmm. popular. I they're, don't know. They're like the only candy that you can get in like a war zone. <laughs> That's why um those kids were obsessed with Turkish Delight. Sure, sure. All right. So Sorry. No, you're <laughs> good. So the Fantastic Four is uh cleared to for flight again for reasons it's never really understood. Uh but they got kicked back to like a uh, coach. So Ben Grimm is, you know, crammed into a seat and uh Johnny Storm says he doesn't fly coach, so then he decides to just fly himself, which fair enough. Why didn't he do that before? But he does. Was he just gonna like hang out with them on the plane? Or I guess so. He does suggest that they get an endorsement uh, from an airline so they can get their own private like jet. (laughs) So sure, why not? I was so shocked when he was like, "Well, I don't fly a coach," and I was like, "Well, where are you gonna go, you ding dong?" And I forgot that he could fly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so they get back to the Baxter Building. Uh, apparently the the team's headquarters now which well uh, not apparently it is uh sue and reed discuss the details of their upcoming weddings which seems very late to be discussing these details like Mm -hmm. it's already all over the news that the wedding's happening like next week and they're still picking colors and stuff no way absolutely no way every ounce of this whole thing is just her playing like the stupid dumb person but like she has got to have a bunch of schooling behind her and everything for her to have been promoted in that first movie so high. Yeah, she's a doctor. Then, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just the way that they play her off, it's just like, it's still so surface level and just so her dumb. Role, her role is literally, I am a woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do woman stuff. I'm going to do woman she stuff and I'm going to nag She later to... She literally dies later to bring forward a male character. Like, she literally plays every trope in this movie. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's rough. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sue and Reed are discussing the, the details of their upcoming wedding. Johnny shows off his new prototype, uni- prototype uniforms. Uh, and there's just logos and product placements all over it. It looks just like a NASCAR, like, <laughs> like racing suit, essentially. Uh, Johnny tries to snoop on Reed's latest project while Reed explains that the global disturbances are being caused by some sort of cosmic radiation similar to the ones that gave them their powers. Oh my god. Because, sure, why not? All cosmic radiation is the same. Sure. I mean, (laughs) it is from outer space, so it is not from here radiation, so yeah. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. So Johnny insists on throwing Reed a bachelor party, even though Reed is pretty adamant that he doesn't want one and then eventually gives in. So uh, Johnny kind of blackmails him-ish to, like, with the threat of telling Sue that he's, you know, spending time researching the disturbances instead of doing his end of the planning, which, again, they're way too late to be doing any of this planning. Mm-hmm. But sure. I guess if you have enough money, you can make it happen, but... Whatever. So the mysterious entity passes over the nation of Latveria and the residual <laughs> energy. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot they had made up a country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it passes over the nation of Latveria and the residual energy frees Dr. <laughs> Victor Von Doom from his imprisonment no. for reasons. Like, because it's the same energy, like. Yeah, but he was. I don't know. He was melted into like position last time. Like, I don't know. He wasn't just like put into stasis. His whole body was turned into fucking like a sculpture. Right. I don't understand. But apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently, he still has joints and shit. I don't. It it microwaved. Well, he got better. He got better. (laughs) Yeah, he got better. Uh, what you're not considering is he's simply took him better. took some echinacea and then just was feeling better in the morning. Yeah, the, his his manservant thing that we see with him a couple of times apparently was just you know giving him sleepy time tea all the time and stuff like <laughs> really 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 leaning into helping out the leader of Latveria. Anyways, 
Johnny takes Reed and Ben to a nightclub for the bachelor party. Uh, both Reed and Ben very clearly do not want to be there to start with. Uh, Reed because he's super shy. Ben because he's the thing. <laughs> well, and he's in a committed relationship. That's true. They're, they're, both of them are in committed relationships. Yeah, but he's the bachelor. That's true. So we we see Thing just slamming down a bunch of beers, and then Reed uh, is talking to a bunch of uh, supermodel women about stupid science bullshit. Um, he he has clearly never had girls pretend to like what he's talking about before ever. Yeah, <laughs> which I think yeah. is very funny. Yeah, because they're they're not even trying particularly. Oh no, hard. they're like, just like <laughs> dancing. Literally, yeah. that's it. So You're yeah, they're so smart. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. So smart. So like Reed they they essentially get him out on the dance floor after refusing a few times. We cut to a military force being led by General Hagar uh arriving at the Baxter building to see Reed who takes them to the club after she's like, "Hey, Reed's not here." And they come in to see Reed dancing, uh, using all of his stretch abilities to spin women and wrap them up and stuff. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. It was pretty tame, though. Like, really, it, up until the very, very end, it was super tame. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, and Sue saw, like, gets... a sick... Yeah, she gets kind of salty real fast. So She's a woman. She's a woman. Uh, but... Reed is embarrassed slash, like, uh, not sure what to do. Anyways, uh, Ben explains to Sue uh, the history has with uh, General Hagar. Hagar had uh, had designed a new defense system several years ago, while Reed testified at uh, that the technology it called for was unreliable. General Hagar is concerned about the anomalies occurring worldwide and shows the team satellite photos of the mysterious entity. Oh, and um, the general is played by Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, it's Andre Breyer. That is the same guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I geeked. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he was the best part, honestly. (laughs) Uh, The general's assistant, Captain Frankie Ray, uh, shows the team photos of the creators that have been appearing uh, in the same spots as the atten- the entity's appearances, Hagar asks for a way to track the mysterious entity, but Reed turns him down because his wedding's in a few days. And Johnny does try to flirt with the captain, uh, Captain Ray, as they leave, but she does shoot him down. So, so here's my whole like questioning about this whole thing. This is happening in a few days. He's already doing all this stuff. They obviously have enough money to just pay someone to set this whole thing up mm-hmm. yeah yeah he pays attention to the thing that he's good at for a few days while you get ready for the wedding or while the wedding's getting prepared for and then he shows up for the wedding and then yeah. someone else monitors it but the whole thing didn't even matter because it still just interrupted the wedding anyways yeah well that's the thing is like I don't know what he his responsibilities for this wedding are. Like, if you're planning it and it's, like, days before the wedding, again, you're already too late. You're already spending the money to have someone do this. So I'm not entirely sure what his responsibilities for this wedding are leading up to it. Nobody knows. And then... It's basically, it should be nothing more than, here, run around and do all this stuff that's already planned out that you need to know how to do. That's yeah. it. Again, it very much feels like Sue is there to get in Reed's way. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> same as last movie. Weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It does feel that way. Weird. Yeah, that is so strange. <laughs> so I never would have odd. imagined. A 1965 but, plot put into a 2005 movie or 2007 movie? Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's, it's a little rough because, again... You don't really see Sue doing anything for the wedding either. <laughs> no, she's she's just like during the there. entire movie, they don't actually do anything for this wedding leading up to the wedding. Like, there's the one comment, like they keep bringing up that things need to be done, but we never see them do any of it. Mm-mm. All right, well, anyways, I mean, that's matter. how you get a wedding done. 
That's true. That is true. That's been our strategy thus far. I mean, do nothing. Is yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Say that later, you've got all this stuff you got to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great excuse to not do things, but. <laughs> All right. So later on, Ben finds out uh, that Reed has decided to build the tracking system for the general anyway, after explicitly shutting him down in front of Sue. So he just straight up lied to Sue. Great. Uh, Ben and Johnny, who flies in uh, right around this time, both agree to keep the new new machine quiet. Uh, uh, The next day is the date of Sue and Reed's wedding again. Mm. (laughs) I... The timeline doesn't make any sense here. Uh, nope. We get we get hundreds of guests filing in, including a cameo by Stan Lee, oh boy. who he gets turned away, which was sad. <laughs> Didn't like that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> As himself, I don't yeah. remember him being himself in any of the other ones. I feel like there was one other one where he was himself. I mean, I... It doesn't... I, I, I want to say one of the remember. Spider-Man movies. He was also Stan Lee. What... I feel like there was one in, I don't know, was he, did he play himself in the Captain Marvel movie? Maybe. Because he, he was oh, yeah, like, he true. had mall rats, right? He yeah, was like he was, yeah, rats. you're right. He was reading the script to mall rats in yeah. the Captain, uh, Captain Marvel movie. Okay. See, I know things. You're, you're well correct. played. Look at me go. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Brie Larson's in that and I remember every detail. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Sue, getting ready for the wedding, uh, discusses her feature with Alicia Masters, played by Carrie Washington. Uh, Alicia Masters, of course, is uh, Ben's blind girlfriend. It's just his girlfriend, but she is does happen to also be blind. Uh, Susan realizes that she has a zit on her forehead and is able to conceal it with her abilities uh, for reasons. Great. Great use of your womanly powers, woman. Well, also... Concentration, though. Yeah, it does require concentration, but, like, you just make things invisible, so you just have a hole in your head? No, she's just bending the light around that one particular spot. I don't know. It seems like bullshit. She's Uh, bouncing (laughs) the other light on her forehead over that spot, so it looks, you know, perfect. Sure, sure. Like the other poreless spots on her face. But uh, Sue is... uh, Showing some distress at uh, getting married to Reed, which, fair enough. I was going to say, I wonder why. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, the guy who doesn't pay attention to you or like you. <laughs> right? Strange, strange. Oh, boy. Yeah, Great. I never understood it. I don't. But... It, it really feels like he's the leader of the group and she is the woman. So mm-hmm. that is why. Mm-hmm. So, Reed finishes the satellite tracking system less than an hour before the wedding begins. Uh, he is happy to have finished the project, but then Ben reminds him that he is getting married that day, and then Reed goes limp and all stretchy all over the place. Which, okay. He's getting cold feet or whatever. Yeah, he's getting his version of cold feet. Disgusting. Don't so, they even say, I've heard of cold feet, but this is yes. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. Johnny comes in and has a brief discussion with Ben about his relationship with Alicia, at which point Ben uh, almost breaks Johnny's skull out of anger and embarrassment. Some, uh, he says something about, like, oh, I'm he's worried like, about her because I don't want to hear she died by a rock slide or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's, like, making jokes about how they bone. Yeah. He's like, shut up. Yeah. Don't talk about it. That's weird. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you do that? <laughs> anyway. So Victor Von Doom, uh, being alive now again for reasons, kills his manservant thing that like helped him come out of the thing for whatever reason. He just likes to kill people. Yeah. He he did that in the last movie too. I don't entirely understand why he just randomly kills people that are helping him. He's but sure, a, just a villain. You know? Yeah. I mean, so why he, not? yeah, I guess why not? He begins to track the mysterious entity, trying to figure out uh, where the power like that brought him back to life came from. Uh, as Reed and Sue stand before the minister, which Audrey freaked out when she saw the minister. Oh my God! It was Brian Posen. Yeah, it was. It was. I. I He's a hilarious comedian. Oh, I did not expect yes, to yes, see yes, him. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. I love him. He's great. Uh, I was not expecting to see him in here too, but yeah. Well, and he he writes comics, and um, I don't know. He's just he's been involved in a lot of 
uh, creative projects for Marvel and I think for D&D as well. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I think he I'm trying to remember what he did. He either ran a game or he was playing a game. Sure. For people for a while. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Reed's Palm Pilot goes off while they're on the altar. Uh, the satellite tracker has come online. Sue, rightfully, is outraged that he lied to her and also brought his phone to the altar and also left the ringer on his cell mm-hmm. phone on. Disgusting. Uh, yes. <laughs> to all of that. Yeah. So the entity passes through New York City, causing a massive power outage and sending one of the news choppers that is covering the wedding flying towards the rooftop with all the guests. So funny that they have a news chopper covering their wedding. There's multiple news choppers covering the wedding. It's so dumb. Anyway. Yeah. So Sue uses her force field ability to block the chopper from hitting the guest. Uh, ben jumps in and rips off the tail of the helicopter to prevent it from cutting anyone up because it the blade is still spinning and like swinging around. And as the entity passes overhead, Johnny yells his catchphrase and gives chase. But is his this catchphrase? Is Dolce. His catch is flame on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of what it was and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's like Flame On or Flameo. It's a Flameo. I know. Flameo Hotman. Flameo. That would be so much better. Uh, right? It's That I, would be a lot better, actually. You know, I haven't actually Flamio. watched <laughs> I haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender uh in its completion in a very long time, but I will never forget <laughs> Flameo Hotman. Uh yeah. So the Human Torch follows the mysterious thing uh, and watches it pass through buildings and, like, do all this stuff. And he, like, flips upside down through his board and stuff like that. And this is where we get the first look at the Silver Surfer, played by Doug Jones. So in the... So his voice actor is... um, Ooh, I... I I know it. Because he has the deep voice... Oh my god. Uh Bo Garrett? Yep, yep. Oh wait, hold on. No. Uh that is who plays Captain Ray. Yeah. I, Doug Jones as a silver surfer and he's uh Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yes, Fishburn. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, uh NCIS. Uh, I was going to say Morpheus from oh. Matrix, but <laughs> Oh wait, wait, wait. Am I thinking of someone That's else? That's where like? I was actually going for was Yeah, Morph- Morpheus. Yeah. So, uh Doug Jones is the physical actor that they put in the rubber suit later in the movie because Doug Jones's proportions are perfect for rubber suits. That's uh, the cross that he was born to bear, apparently. <laughs> and uh, Lawrence Fishburne is the uh, uh, voice actor for him. Yeah. Great cast. Yeah, it Wh- is a good cast. <laughs> why, just... why in this Anyways. movie? <laughs> so uh, the torture and the Silver Surfer begin their aerial chase across like half, half the country. I don't know. They go a long ways. Mm-hmm. But the Silver Surfer ends it by suddenly stopping and grabbing Johnny by the throat and then levitating him into the stratosphere and then just dropping him back to Earth. Where I thought that was Johnny amazing. eventually passes out and is able to reignite uh, right before crashing into the ground. I was into that. When he choked yeah, him out. I don't know if the special <laughs> effects are even good enough today to do a Silver Surfer proper at least not to do a silver surfer with mirror like finish like that. Yeah. Um I I want to say yes, um but only because I watched uh, Land of the Lustrous and it's a 3D anime. Like I just watched it and uh they have very good metallic and crystal and semi-transparent effects. And okay. uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful show. So I, I think it could be done, but I think you would have to play up the stylization. Um, they got Marvel sure. money. They, they would probably like, be able to do it these well, days. Why doesn't Marvel do more animated stuff? I think it would go well, but whatever. Because uh, everyone hates the animated uh, median. So. Great. Love that. Yeah. DC yeah. does better mar- animated than Marvel does. So That's true. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. We're not going to try. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I am know. looking forward to X-Men 97 when it comes out. Oh, yeah. So. I am going to give it a shot. I know I'm going to be disappointed. But oh, for sure. I will I will give it a shot. You can't put your heart and on I the line. And I am looking to... forward to it, though. 
I am looking forward to it, but I know it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I'm, yeah, I'm still excited for it because uh, either it's so going to be good or I'm going to be able to dunk on it so fucking hard. <laughs> All right. So Johnny uh, describes, uh, or I'm sorry, the Silver Surfer con- uh, contacts its master and awaits further orders. Johnny then describes the Silver Surfer to the team who is skeptical that it's a dude, just a shiny dude. Um, General Hagar orders Reed to find another way to track the surfer. Sue confronts Reed, worried that the two of them can never have a normal life if they continue to act as part-time superheroes. Sue is unsure if they can actually ever raise a family together. So we get, you know, mention of having kids. Gross. We get, which is a big thing in the Marvel Universe, specifically for these two. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Frank- should never have kids. Yeah. No. Yeah, Franklin uh turns out to be uh a lot. So a <laughs> uh, god. Yeah. Uh he in multiple timelines. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Just constantly. Mhm. Anyways, what's their daughter's name? Violet? I think so. That sounds right. I don't remember actually now that I'm thinking about it. No, I don't remember anything. I just remember Franklin being Yeah, well, cuz he just breaks shit constantly. But anyway, so Johnny is still dazed from his encounter as the surfer. Uh, He tries to fly out of the building um, and just ends up falling. Uh, So Sue runs outside to check on him and she touches his forehead. Sue then suddenly bursts into flames. Johnny shouts his catchphrase again, but only succeeds in turning invisible. Reed sees what's happening outside. So he goes down as well. Oh, God. This whole scene makes me so angry. Yeah. He suggests Sue touch Johnny again. They revert back to their normal powers, though Sue is now naked after her clothes have burned off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hated that. It was bad and dumb. And I was mad. So I hate it. She only became fire because she can't control her emotions. And then she became more fire when she couldn't control her emotions even more. And then... Well, she got what she deserved. Like, really? She burned it... off all her clothes. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, they did this in the last movie, too, when mm-hmm. she had to, like, get naked to go invisible to sneak past the cops or whatever, and then suddenly came visible again in her underwear. Yep. It's fucked up. So. It's like, well, we're paying Jessica Alba a bunch of this money, so. Yeah. Let's get Maybe... what we paid for. Is that what they well... thought? <laughs> Yeah, pretty girl in movie. Get pretty girl naked. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that's why Jessica Alba, we don't see her in movies very much anymore. Weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Food for thought. I mean, Too she well. does have, like, a whole, like, natural skincare, like, empire. Yeah. Does she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. She got big into cosmetics, and then I know she Ooh. made some pretty heavy woo claims at one point as well. Oh my god, I can't wait to look that up and get really Jessica Alba pilled later. It's, it's been probably <laughs> at least a decade since I like thought about it, oh uh, so god. I do not remember what the claims were or anything like that. But I, I, I do remember seeing it and being a little disappointed. I gotta know. To the best of my knowledge, they were bad and got better, but I could be actually very off. <laughs> <laughs> For, I want to say for some reason, some of it, it might be, like, decent, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose I don't want to slander uh, a company, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, so Reed does a physical on both of them and sees that Johnny's molecules are in a state of flux and that he may switch powers with any any one of them just by touching them. Ben immediately takes advantage of this and grabs Johnny's shoulder, turning him Johnny into the thing. Um, Johnny is appalled by his new appearance and Ben, uh, changes back into human form and is pretty psyched about this for a little bit, but then Johnny grabs him again to turn him back into the thing. No consent in this movie. No, zero consent. Mm Mm-hmm. So Sue is still watching the news when she is joined by Reed. Reed announces that he's decided to give up being a hero once they're married. She is ecstatic, but Johnny overhears them and is angered. And I don't remember it going down quite like that. It seems like they're kind of just having a conversation and like, hey, like, you're important to me, so I want this to be a thing. And she's super thrilled. And then Johnny's like, fuck them. They don't want to be heroes anymore. Like, (laughs) Yeah, it's just a bunch of people who didn't talk because they didn't talk. 
Yeah. I well and I I Johnny seems to be super thrilled to do all of the superheroing anyways. I don't know why this would really negatively impact him too much. So I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I'm not sure. But they're a team, guys. We're a team. They're a team. Okay. So Victor Von Doom calculates the next appearance of the Silver Surfer. He goes there to confront the entity, suggesting a partnership between the two of them. The Silver Surfer ignores Doom's idea and blasts him with a burst of cosmic energy. Doom is very angry, but he notices that the energy is restoring him back to his normal organic appearance. Got that good juice. Yeah, so he's turning back into normal Doctor Doom without the metal leaf bits. Uh, So Johnny tells Ben about Reed and Sue's plan to leave. Ben is also mad, but decides that something like this is something they can't really argue with like it's their choice they we can't you know force them to be heroes uh reed points out that the silver surfer's energy has been tracked uh to several other planets which are now lifeless husks they realize that eight days after the surfer's appearance on any world the planet dies reed gets the idea to track the surfer using the coordinates of the craters he left behind so this gives us confirmation that the silver surfer has been on Earth for less than eight days mm-hmm. because this entire movie has taken place while the Silver Surfer was already on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. cool. Just <laughs> just confirming their wedding plans were garbage. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah. So, they go to a new spot to try to confront the Silver Surfer. It's in London. Johnny confronts Sue uh, and Reed about their decision, and they argue while they travel. The surfer passes through London's eye, the, you know, big Ferris wheel that's super famous, to, and it, it becomes damaged, and many civilians, be, like, are in danger, essentially. The Fantastic Four rush in to save them, with Johnny trying to chase the silver surfer again, but Johnny accidentally collides with Reed Richards' arms because... He had to fly through the eye for some reason, and it, none of it made sense. It was yep. a very manufactured thing. It didn't mm-hmm. wasn't organic in any way. They switch powers. Uh, ben and Sue almost let the Ferris wheel collapse before Reed gets the smart idea to use the Human Torch's powers to weld it back in place, which works. I guess it very fast apparently as well. Yeah, it's a hell of a hell of a weld. So Reed sets uh sets like sets back down and quickly reclaims his the rightful owner of his powers and uh John and is very angry with Johnny's recklessness almost killed a bunch of people, including Sue, because her nose started to bleed again, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's like a thing that she does. Yeah. So General Hagar is outraged at the Fantastic Four's failure, and he has decided to bring in some extra help, Victor Von Doom. I mean, he's been the most successful at tracking this guy so far. That's true, (laughs) but also, I like that he's back alive, and after trying to kill the United States in the last movie, Uh and they're just like... He's gonna help us. Like, for fucking what? Like, right. Like, aren't there attempted murder charges that need to go through or something? Yeah. But yeah. whatever. Without restraints, without any... anything. Yeah, yeah. They're just chill with him being there. There's no statute of limitations or, or whatever. So Ben, rightfully outraged that this person is still alive, attacks him. Uh, Reed eventually convinces Ben to back off and ask uh, what Victor has to contribute to the, the problem. So Victor shows a recording of his previous encounter with the Silver Surfer, and they observe that the Surfer's energy attack originated from the board, and they theorize that if they can divide him from the board, the Surfer will then become vulnerable. So Johnny and Ben uh, decide to go to the bar, and they discuss the turn of events. Johnny asks Ben what he would do if the world was indeed to come to an end. Ben admits that he would like to go down fighting, but mostly he'd like to spend his last moments with Alicia. Johnny agrees, apparently jealous that Ben has someone uh, that is special to him. So, sure, why not? It's Did lonely Johnny at the top. Lose his person that he was like with at the beginning. I see. I don't know because he's like macking on the uh, the the assistant person to General Hagar. Uh, he was, so. He's just yeah, flirting. I, the c- yeah. captain. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Captain him doing Ray, that, but like 
at the beginning he was like interviewed with the one girl who's like what's it like to date the human torch well you gotta wear fireproof lingerie and oh yeah that's right i forgot Mm -hmm. about that well and she's clearly just there for a fun time she doesn't like care about him as a person yeah yeah exactly okay bitches yeah yeah sorry i got that wrong my bad yeah (laughs) this is 2007 okay we gotta be in that mind frame Uh, So Rita surrounded himself with databases, working around the clock to find a solution without Victor's help. Sue comes in and reassures him that, uh, like, reassures him and then orders him to relax. She says something very weird. Uh, Mm -hmm. She mentions that Reed's pulse beat must be overexerted. And since she says the word pulse, it inspires Reed that he can create an energy pulse generated by a power field to divide the surfer from his board. Great. Yeah, a tachyon pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, he only she he only got fifty percent of it from her. Just yeah, exactly. Fumbling around, yeah, and then she just well, didn't seem to understand what that word was, even though she's a doctor. Yeah. Well, and it was the thing was is like it was again was a very forced line mm-hmm. because they needed her to say pulse, and the the sentence did not make fucking sense to me like i remember like she said the line and i was like that was fucking weird like <laughs> and then he's like he's got his eureka moment like <sighs> yeah it's the worst no shit he wasn't paying attention to what she said because what she <gasps> said didn't make sense <laughs> i i think that's a brilliant yes i think that's correct <laughs> so uh reed requests some equipment from general hagar so they can build this power field Sue confronts Victor about his intentions and how he returned. Uh, Meanwhile, Johnny continues to flirt with Frankie Ray, uh, the assistant to General Hagar, again. uh, But she blows him off once again for being a reckless jokester. So, that's cool. You can't be serious. Honestly, it just feels like the only reason they have a relationship is he just wears her down. Like, (laughs) the... It, the, the, that feels like the moral of his relationship is if you're so persistent and never take no as an answer, eventually you'll get the girl. Right. Which is, you know, a great thing to tell people. Yeah, anyway. She's no in problem, the army sir. and listens to orders. That's true. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like fan- it either. <laughs> no, it's, it's very bad. The Fantastic Four arrive at the newest coordinates and begin to set up the pulse generators. Uh, ben... Uh, ben has a humorous confrontation with a bear after setting up his, you know, oh, that was generator. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually genuinely funny. Yeah, that that was probably the only part of the movie where I actually laughed was the bear thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Susan is setting up her generator when the Silver Surfer appears in front of her. Um, she, you know, starts to talk to him and approaches him, asking him like, "Why is he working to destroy the planet?" The Surfer claims that he has no choice. And that he's not a destroyer, merely a beacon, even though he's made giant sinkholes into the mm. earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which would fuck up, like, the entire planet the size of the holes that they were showing. I was like, the, the, those environments will never be the same again. <laughs> he just made an earth pussies. Yeah. An earth pussy. An earth yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is they seem to have a sort of, like kinship or something like that between the two of them they're like again she empathizes with him because he he man she woman and she empathizes. yeah yeah and uh that, yeah. that's it that's yeah. literally it so the general spots the silver surfer and opens fire on him the silver surfer merely swats down the missiles because they just shot fucking missiles at him right in front of sue but whatever and with his, uh, he, he is able to bat him down. Uh, Reed activates the pulse system, knocking the surfer off of his board. And in the process, his body turns from a bright silver to a dull, tarnished gray. Um, yep. So the general brings the surfer and his board to the high, uh, to a hideout in Siberia because they hate the U.S. government. Just has a hideout in Siberia. Mm-hmm. As, as you do, historically, correct. a place the U.S. is very welcome. So, yeah. Uh, so they're, they're there for further study. Uh, he places the Fantastic Four under house arrest until they're uh, finished studying the board. 
And Sue decides to go out and confront the the surfer because she had a talk with him. So apparently she can just go through walls and stuff now or, like, make holes in walls with her powers. That's just a thing that can happen now. Yeah, she's um, all-powerful, question mark? I mean, if the wall's invisible, is it there? (laughs) That's that's kind of the impression that we get to see. Yeah, if if, if the wall's invisible it can't stop you so okay what if she is changing matter into light and making her own body turn into light and so she's Maybe. passing through it i don't like, i don't know i do not understand like passing her through the atoms i i don't know that but that would mean she's like all powerful right yeah no she she is a god um, yeah <laughs> so I mean, anyways she can walk on air so yeah that's yeah, true that's true uh, so she goes to confront the Silver Surfer, and she asks him who the real destroyer is since he's not the one. And the Surfer responds, showing her an image that the true destroyer is his master, a vast cosmic entity by many names and many forms, which his people refer to as Galactus. Woo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Surfer explains that his services, uh, his service spared his homeworld from the destroyer. The surfer explained that his uh, compassionate or his compassion towards Sue is because she reminds him of his beloved. You're so, a girl. She you're was a girl. A girl. <laughs> I you, remember when I fucked a girl once. I had a wife once and you look <laughs> like a woman. And <laughs> you look womanish. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I have not seen one in many, many, many years, but I haven't seen titties in a while. <laughs> Well, and then my parts are tingling, like I remember. <laughs> Interesting. So the the obviously this is probably more explained in the comics and stuff like that. God, I hope so. But the Silver <laughs> Surfer gets a lot of his powers from the surfboard, right? Sure. And he gets that surfboard from Galactus, right? Yeah. So was it just that he was compatible with the surfboard? Why he got chosen to use it, or? Did he have some other powers that he could use that were outside of the surfboard? Like, I don't understand why Galactus would give a fuck about him in the first place. What if he was just naturally silver? And he was like, oh, well, that makes sense. We'll <laughs> just have the silver guy get out the silver surfboard. Hmm. You maybe... match the vibe of the thing I'm making. <laughs> I have this idea for a super sweet vehicle. It's just a flat board. And you can go through space on it. It's but here's pretty the thing, dope. It floats, and that's pretty cool. I am I upset. I think you look really cool standing on it. Right. I am upset that Galactus is a smoke cloud. That makes me very upset. Yeah. I wanted a giant purple and blue man. I know. And they tease you when he's like destroying Saturn and its rings as it's flying through. Like the the shadow is his, like the Galactus helmet. Yet the Galactus helmet teases the fuck out of you and is like, oh shit, are they going to do it? And it's not even a purple cloud. We had to wait no. until Loki for that. Right? It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, you see the, uh, the the giant vast cloud moving towards Earth, and what we just described. For mm-hmm. reasons, Victor is permitted to do tests on the board alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, the deal that he made, I believe, is what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he uses a special device to, to free the board from its confinement and it then is able to bond with it. Uh, General Hagar tries to stop him, but Doom blasts him and kills him. Yeah, he's a murderer. He's uh, completely vaporized. half of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. So the Fantastic Four escape from their confinement, uh, also freeing the Silver Surfer. Uh, Frankie, the assistant to the general, is reluctant to let them leave, but Johnny pleads with her and manages to convince her. So, sure. Uh, Good as, job, Johnny. As, right? As Johnny get, or as they get outside, Reed summons his new invention, the Fantastic Car, uh, <laughs> a flying hovercraft. No, that's not yeah. what it's called. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's fantastic, but a r at the end. Stop. So, Fantastic Car. No. Does he say that in the movie? Why I does think it he... sound so much like fantastical? Yeah. No. I think he does say that in the movie. I don't actually remember. I, I blocked that out because <laughs> I thought, no, surely not. <laughs> but it's a flying hovercraft for the team, which is relatively comic accurate. It's not blue enough, but that's fine. 
Okay. Uh, but yeah. Reed, Sue, and Ben uh, and the Silver Surfer climb in. Johnny flies alongside of them. The Silver Surfer confesses his real name, Norton Rad. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was stupid, too. <laughs> he agrees to try and help them, which he doesn't have a surfboard, so probably not super useful at the moment. So the Fantastic nope. Four tra- track Victor to the southeast China, or to southeast China, and they attack. Uh, they're able to lure him over the land, but must abandon the fata- Fantastic Car after he attacks it. Uh, Norin confronts Doom, who fashions a javelin from the board's energy and hurls it at him. <laughs> Sue steps in front of uh, Norin, conjuring up a force field to protect them both, but the javelin passes right through the force field and impales Sue, <laughs> mortally wounding, wounding her. <laughs> she fucking dies, man! <laughs> I just... <laughs> but she's too pretty uh, to die. No, no. <laughs> she's too pretty. No, no die. No, no. okay. She's too sexy Who, to have. <laughs> let's all look around. Which, which male is this going to drive the character? <laughs> is it going right? to be Norn? Is it going to be Reed? Or is it going to be Johnny? Or both. <laughs> so, um, or so is funny. it a twist? It's going to be the thing. it's not what's that meme like oh no baby you're too sexy to have depression (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is alright so they see no other option Johnny suggests that all of the other team members transfer their powers to him they argue but Norn points out that they have no other choice because Galactus has arrived and is extending his tendrils towards the planet to devour it Uh, Ronnie Rodney Reed tells Johnny to aim for the remote uh, emitter Doom is using to connect himself to the board. Uh, Ben, remembering his thought of going down fighting, takes control of a crane and uses it to attack Doom. So they all lose their power. Why? 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 Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why does Ben literally break in, climb up? And then decides to do just one thing. He swings a crane around. He just happens to be swinging it at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Because he's going to go down swinging. Yeah. He's going to go down swinging. Yeah. How many many federal laws did he break there? He's in China. There's no laws, according to them. Oh. Oh Though Though I, if you had told me that they were in China, I would not have realized. No. No, there's no... I would have thought that, yeah. There's no distinct... That was, like, New yeah. York City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the the thought of climbing that long of a ladder to get one swing in on that crane seems like a nightmare to me. Like, I, I can't imagine getting up there and being like, all right, well, I'm in position. Like, I, just... like, I totally understand. Ben Grimm is a petty bitch. But oh, yeah. <laughs> that is too much. He is. I love that about him. He's just fueled by spite. It's <laughs> uh, so hey, funny. I mean, use what you got, but still, like, that is, that's a step too far. Right. So. Yeah, that's a wild choice for an adult man to make. <laughs> yeah. So the combined po- uh, combined efforts of the team's powers uh, is successful, and uh, Doom crashes into the ocean, sinking out of sight. Okay. Norn reconnects with his board, his sweet baby board. <laughs> And uh, infuses Sue with a small part of his cosmic energy, restoring her to life uh, with minimal brain damage. I guess she seems fine. She seems fine. She was she dead seems... for a while, though. She was. She was dead for that entire fight. She she hey, probably started hey. to stink. He was a lot less silver, like blotchy, a lot less silver. That tells you right there there was a lot of brain being fixed from this. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. They, uh-huh. they, they literally, well, not literally, but they fridged her, which is they truly did, which is wild. Uh, anyways, <gasps> they used Freon to to revive her. <laughs> oh man, space Freon, space Freon. If it works, it works. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So, the Silver Surfer tells Reed to treasure every moment with Sue and flies off to face the cosmic entity known as Galactus. Um, midway through the we flight, know Reed is going to actually listen to that advice and treasure every moment he has with her because he's done that with any other moment ever. 
Don't yeah. God forbid you listen to her, your what, partner. What the fuck is Reed doing during that final fight? I don't know. I he's... forget because Grim climbs the crane and he's... Johnny has all the powers and is fighting Doom, but I do not remember what Reed is doing. I think he's just holding on to her corpse. Oh yeah, he's oh yeah, we get his point of view as the world is like being sucked into the sky. That's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Super fun. So. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, what I mean, the that, fuck that was Reed doing? It. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Silver Surfer is flying up into the sky. Uh, midway through the flight, Johnny comes in and uh, uses his fire powers to push the Silver Surfer through the windstorm because mm. the Silver yeah. Surfer is apparently having issues. Uh, so the combined powers of them is able to get him past the cosmic storm, and uh, uh, you know Johnny goes back to Earth. So in it, the heart of the cloud, it looked like. Sorry, no, to go me, ahead. while I was watching it, it totally looked like, hey, you looks like you could use some help. And then he, like, flames out almost instantly because yeah. he, like, ran out of oxygen and, like, started falling. And I could have totally missed it because I wasn't really willing to go back. But it was like, that seemed totally worth it. So, um, well I actually, I know why that scene was there. So, they needed Johnny to touch the Silver Surfer again. To get rid of his power transfer ability. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I, because I, I truly at that. Or point, they I could just care. be like, "Well, when Galactus got destroyed, the it powers went away. away." Yeah, no, I, I agree, <laughs> but that is why they did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. So in the heart, I know of the why cloud, you're saying it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the heart of the cloud, the Silver Surfer tells Galactus that he'll no longer be a servant, and Norn Rad charges up a massive amount of cosmic energy and releases a huge blast, stopping the cosmic entity by apparently destroying them both and not somehow decimating the entire planet. Yeah, the particles just kind of fly away from Earth, and I think that was actually the Christian god saving Earth. (laughs) The Christian god definitely did help. What yeah. was uh-huh. happening that what during that blast that went out? Because you remember when Galactus was there for a real fucking long time, literally pulling the core of the Earth and sucking mm-hmm. it out. That yeah. was blasting mm-hmm. it all back because otherwise none of this makes sense. Because mm-hmm. ripping the core, even I would assume five percent of the core out <laughs> of the Earth would be rather catastrophic to the rest of the mm-hmm. planet. Yeah, the giant holes and then sucking the core out, which uh, assumably those co- those holes go to the core. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the fuck that's about, but... It's hilarious. Yeah, no, the Earth is a dead planet regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah. All life on Earth is dead. Yeah, all life on Earth is dead. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I actually think it's good in this timeline because now the Fantastic Four are dead. This is just the death dream of... Um, Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah. And um, then we get the Avengers. Yeah. So they they had to raise, you know, the Earth to bring the Avengers in. So the Fantastic Four are thrilled to see that the destruction of the planet has stopped, but they are saddened by the loss of the Silver Surfer. Johnny accidentally had come in contact with Ben and is shocked to see that nothing has happened, so his powers no longer transfer. To everyone's relief, Johnny's second encounter with the Silver Surfer restored his powers to normal. It is said in the movie. <laughs> Thank God. Wow. Is it actually said in the movie? Yeah, they, they kind of talk about it. I think Reed's like, oh, you when you came in contact with him again, it must have reverted your powers back to normal or something like that. I watched the movie today. Oh. <laughs> that tells you how good. Th- okay, sorry. Yeah. Yep, I'm fairly certain. I could be wrong. We watched this like two weeks ago, but yeah, no, I think I think you're right though. I think they do explicitly state, uh, oh, you you because they they do a lot of like hand wavy explaining in these movies. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yada yada. Reed is real smart. Yeah, they they yada yada real hard. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Sue, uh, with a new lease on life, d- reveals that she has decided uh, against her past ideas and does not want to break up the team, uh, because the woman would definitely. Th- this feels like a Beatles thing, where the woman is going to break up the team. Yes. <laughs> like- yes. <laughs> um. Uh. She doesn't want to break up the team since they just saved the world together, and since the world is now dying, they're going to have a lot more to do. That's not what she says, but that that's me. Uh. 
putting in my own little spin on it. So Reed agrees that they cannot run away from the responsibilities and that people do not have to be normal to have a family. Uh, Reed also has an idea regarding the prospect of a wedding, which technically they've already had one wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Well, I don't think they actually got to say the I do part, which is the important part sure, in movies. Yeah. They do call her his fiance like twice during the battle. So Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since they're in China, they decide to have a Shinto-style wedding. They... And that's why they have that wedding, because they're in China. They... Even though, like, again... It's Japanese. I... Yeah. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Whatever. It's fine. They, don't, don't they say something about, oh, I've always wanted to go to Japan? Or something like that. Did they say that? Yeah, maybe they jump over to Japan since it they're in China. It was a voiceover, I think. Yeah. Hey, what about Japan? With the word Japan on yeah. the screen. Uh, so they must rush through the ceremony because Reed's pager uh, alerts goes off once again because there's a new danger. Sue tosses the bouquet to the women in the audience, including Frankie, because she's fucking there now for some reason. Um, and uh, and has decided to pursue a relationship with Johnny. Uh, when it looks as Frankie might catch the bouquet, Johnny accidentally sneezes and burns all the flowers so that she can't catch the bouquet. Wow. Same old Johnny. Yeah. What a what a funny, ha- yeah, happy he, guy. Yeah, even though this girl he's Such been pursuing a this. Right? The woman he's been pursuing this entire movie, he might have to commit to her, and that's a no-no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> anyway. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, so the mid credit scene. Oh, God. I forgot. <laughs> uh, the surfer and the board are seen floating through space. The surfer appears to be dead after his encounter with Galactus, but suddenly the surfer's board turns and begins to move towards him. And that's the end dun, of dun, the movie. Dun, 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 dun. The Silver Surfer will be back in the fan fantastic movie. So, yeah, that was uh, The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> And that Audrey. somehow did better than the first one. Right? Which is, like, here's the thing. What did the first one give us? Uh, another origin story, yeah. which, like, kind of sucks as a superhero movie in general. Like, I don't hate it, but um, whenever whenever I watch, like, a new anime or a, a new series or read a new thing where powers are involved, them getting them is cool, but then I need the rest. Yeah. So, you know, like yeah. I want them to like grow and develop and then like come into their own. Um, this movie gave us uh, <laughs> their garbage dynamics, which I thought was very funny. Um, I hated it. It was bad. <laughs> uh, it was funnier in some spots than like brain breaking. Yeah. I would agree that it actually was funnier, but it's still, yeah, not a great movie in general. It's still not as jarring seeing Captain America be a douchebag, but yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I was, uh, since we watched this one second, I was fine with that (laughs) the second time. It was fine, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh audrey what do you have for a rating on this one it's a one star one star how about you bobby <laughs> did i give the last one one and a half uh I th- I, either one and a half or a 1.25 i think i don't actually remember whatever a half a step up from what i gave the last one was so i think <laughs> a two damn oh, damn <laughs> you love this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie mm. Yeah, it's my thing. Uh, And uh, I'll probably give it like a one and a half. It it had uh, one or two moments that made me chuckle. Uh, Sue is a god. Yeah. Which is weird. Uh, She's a god, by far the most powerful one, and the one that also gets the like gets fridged just constantly and is just the foil to read smarts. Yep. She gets iced. Yeah. It feels bad. Yeah. Not only is she the wife, but she's also the brother. Yeah. She gets both of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. I, and the thing was, is I think the only reason I saw this movie is because 
I still had a crush on on Jessica Elba at that point in my it's life. So valid. So so valid. And they did her dirty in this movie, dude. So. That I feel I feel like she should sue them now because <laughs> of how they treated her in this movie. I hate that. I mean, she could be all for it. I have no idea. Me and Jessica, we've never talked. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> but uh, if she yeah, sued them now, I, I would fully advocate for her. <laughs> I would, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that she was willing to do two of them because of how they did the first one. And Yeah. Like, I don't know. What was that TV show? Was it Dark Angel? Oh, yeah, Dark Angel. That's that that's in? where I, that's where that I got a crush really on her. Wasn't good? I enjoyed it. It, ne- it probably never. wasn't a good show, but from what I remember, it was. I've never heard of that. I mean, I might have just had a crush on her, too, and thought that it was good because of that. But, yeah, I seem to remember it being good and then still, like, shitting on these movies because it just was bad and being like, wait, it's kind of the Natalie Portman thing where it's like, I know you can act, but how are you so shitty in this? Mm-hmm. Uh, live react to Audrey seeing Jessica Elba in Dark Angel. Uh, Ooh. She wore this the entire entire time she was in the show. That makes so much sense. Like very 90s, a little bit of midriff, all I, leather. Here's the thing. That's not even midriff. That's just hip bone. Yeah. <laughs> and if she didn't have the leather on, she always had a black tank top on. Ooh, yeah. Should I dye my hair? I mean, sure. Live okay. your truth. So That's funny. Yeah. It wasn't. It probably wasn't good. I haven't watched that show in probably at least 20 years. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it's not giving me like Oscar vibes. It was like post-apocalyptic, like cyborg type things. And she had like broken free of the programming or something. I don't sure. remember exactly. Do you remember, did you ever watch Dollhouse? No, I didn't. I've heard of that, but I I never watched okay. it. I was gonna say it kind of gives me the same vibes as Dollhouse did. Um, isn't very isn't Dollhouse they but, they like they're all brainwashed and they have to like should they have memory issues? Very post apocalyptic. Yes, yes. Weird. But it's very, like... Why do I did I watch that? Why do I? <laughs> I'm getting like weird memories <laughs> from See, about well, Mike the had show. a thing for Jessica Alba. I had a thing for Eliza Dushku. So, yeah. who can you That's pull? Show show me the show me the Elijah Dushku. What what was it? Dollhouse. Oh. But what she was, was the also name? the second lead in um, like Bring It On and what what was the name again? You said Elijah Dushku. Yeah, I believe that's how you say it, Elijah Dushku. Okay, I just I thought I heard you wrong. Uh, oh. Elisa Dushku. Eliza. 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 Oh my God, she. Was. She is super familiar. Yeah. I've definitely I, seen I her have and seen stuff, Dollhouse. But... Oh my God. I don't remember that part of my life. <laughs> you know why I know her is from The New Guy, which is very embarrassing. Oh, that is funny. From Bring It On and uh, The New Guy, which are both awful. Bring It On. Yeah. Love Bring that. It On is just as bad as it was back in the day. It's, oh, well, she was no, in no, Buffy? It's even worse. I didn't realize she was in Buffy. I, she must have been in an episode. Yeah. Like one or two. Uh, no, lots of them, actually. Oh, Olive oh really? Is right now convincing me to even rewatch. this day, not rewatch, <laughs> to watch for the first time Buffy. Ooh. I never watched it. And Olive is like, no, you have to, you have to, you have to. And I'm like, no. That well, if, so if, if you, uh, if Olive wants to get in on a podcast, I'll do one uh, with them to uh, watching Buffy because I've never watched Buffy either. Me either. I've only, I think I've seen the first season and that's about it. I've seen like a spattering of episodes through my life, but that's about it. I could not tell you much of anything. Olive and I, we were going to watch, uh, sit down and watch the original movie. Ooh, fun. Because mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I'd watch the movie, and I remember like getting that, renting it probably well, enough times to probably have just bought the movie in the first place and paid <laughs> less money. But um, I remember watching that, and then the TV show was coming out, and I'm like, "Oh, it's not the same act. It's not. It's not the same people. No, I'm not going to watch this." And then it just went on for like seven seasons, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should, probably should have watched it." But yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, do we have any other final thoughts on uh, Dark Angel or Bring It On, Dollhouse, <laughs> Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Buffy? Like, um, All ooh, of it's better than the movie we watched? 
That's true. That is true. Um, uh, I would like to say during the wedding scene, um, both wedding scenes actually, it almost felt like they staged the set like a stage play. Mm-hmm. Like it felt super weird and cartoony, which like that's fine, but like make that the whole thing. Yeah, it was out, it was out know? of place compared to a lot of other stuff. Yeah, it definitely felt like it was on a sound stage instead of somewhere else. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. I think, I think we're done here. So if you like what we do here, uh, we do have the link tree link down below with all of the information. Uh, we do also have a Patreon. Uh, Bobby is one of our patrons. Uh, you won't necessarily get on episodes like Bobby does, but uh, he is one of our patrons. And I have started releasing uh, two additional episodes a week uh, on that channel as well. So uh, I'm catching up for all of my past uh, transgressions of not releasing anything on there for like six months. So here we go. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, we're character verse pod, just about anywhere you can look uh, all your various pod uh, cast things, mm-hmm. uh, rate and review us. Th- that helps various algorithms and stuff. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But for this week, I've been Mike. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bobby. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time.